You are listening to the Path to Partner podcast on the Kyle Dempster Studios Network. Support this and other shows at patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. You can gain access to an exclusive new podcast, Patreon only. If you want to hear the inner workings of my weird mind, that's the place to go. We also have Twitch coaching lessons one-on-one time so we can check out what's going on with your channel as well as some cool other things, including uh, taking control of the stream for a day and being the director, as you will. We also have professional gamer status, which grants you whitelisted access to all of our gaming servers. So check it out. That's patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, as always, Gnarly Nate. How you doing this week, Nate? I am fantastic. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm doing very well. Life has been crazy. We've been doing amazing stuff over on Twitch with like a subathon thing. You and I have been benefiting. I can't speak. We've been benefiting big from drops. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's been huge. That is for sure. I'm so happy about that. I thought, like, uh, as some of the people in the past episodes have heard, um, I've definitely been kind of struggling, mostly mentality. And I realized um, I read a couple books lately about like how to get your mind right. And um, I used to be an athlete. So I read some books about like athletes and how they get into the mindset. And I changed my mindset and threw everything out the door. And I feel really good. And it, like the this drop day has been fantastic for me. It's really has a. Uh, restructured me and I'm a lot happier to be broadcasting and playing Elder Scrolls again and just just being alive and seeing people and all those other fun things. Heck yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. I might need a, We might need a, a book list recommendation at some point from you if you want to want to drop that at some some point. We could all oh, use. Absolutely. That's a huge thing. If we definitely do an episode a little bit about like psychology and like little snippets and how I put them into my life and maybe you put like some scenarios, you know, kind of like history yeah. class, so we don't repeat those things. I definitely would love to put a bunch of uh, audiobooks that I've definitely been listening to into the uh, podcast here. Ooh, that'd be fun. Okay, well, we'll do that. Now, today's episode is one that I'm surprised we haven't done before. It came about accidentally. Nate and I were just brainstorming. We actually didn't know where to go with the episode, and of course... We didn't look back into our thought document because we did list that we want to talk about affiliates and sponsors. And I think you brought it up or I brought it up. Somehow we brought it up and it came naturally. And this is a very exciting one. So we're going to go. I I want to say Nate and I are going to be talking a little off the cuff. A lot of it's going to be past experiences with brands. But maybe we start up front with some terms so when it comes to marketing and doing like accepting i don't want to call sponsors yet when it comes to accepting money from a brand as an influencer they traditionally come in three major ways affiliate marketing those are those links you see hey we will give your your audience a 10 percent discount if you use code kyle at checkout and you uh you will get 5% of the commission fee, right? That's affiliate marketing. Usually, usually that will not include free swag or merch. Usually you don't have much of a contact with a representative at the company. Usually it's something you decide to do on your own by heading to their website and looking into their affiliate information. Very much you personally, sponsorships on the other hand are different and that and the reason we need to draw this is this is the perfect podcast to talk about this when you're talking to someone generally they're going to call it a sponsorship but a sponsorship is not an affiliate ship 
So make sure you kind of, you want to learn these because you might need to use it Oh, you'll hopefully need to use this in the field someday when talking with a, a person at a company, usually like an influence manager is the person you'll get in contact with or will get in contact with you if the stars are in line. Uh, they might go by other names as well. You know, it could be like a community manager, usually an influence manager relation, you know, some influencer relations, something like that. And what they're going to talk to you about, hopefully, is sponsoring you. Now, that is a much bigger deal. That is when... The brand has either sought you out or responded to you, agreed that they like the direction of your content, whether that is metrics, values, you know, like brand values, like how does your chat talk to themselves? Like what is your culture? Um, all kinds of other things that, you know, they're seeing in you as a potential someone to invest in. That oftentimes has a lot of swag and merch involved. So that's where you see people getting free shirts, free hats, free supplements, free whatever it is. That's usually the sponsorship. And then the last word of the week here is one we all know, but it's a hybrid because there are hybrid levels of this. I have definitely talked to influence managers who wanted to do a more traditional sponsorship in terms of money, but they also wanted to offer an affiliate link on the side so that I'm making commission sales off of, of what I do. That's actually pretty normal for the sponsorship to come with an affiliate link, in my experience. Not sure if that's across the board, but all of mine have. But that, again, veers closer to that hybrid. Now, when I say hybrid, I'm talking closer to 50-50. Like you are getting less real money dollars in the hopes of getting a bigger affiliate commission fee if you sell more. That's a lot of the times how I'll see that go. Does that sound familiar to you, Nate? Is that like your experience with it, generally speaking? Yeah. Um, one thing One thing yeah, that uh, definitely sparked this conversation between me and Kyle was like um, I was looking at a lot of different like CPMs, like how much... Uh, like how many customers are Define in your CPM. broadcast? Sorry, yeah. define CPM for them because I I'm not even super up on it. Yeah, hold on, let me let no, me define fine. it perfectly. CPM, um, <laughs> yeah, because I have to get like the full definition. I just know what it is. It's a cost or cost per or cost per impressions. Mm. So it's like how much money you um how much like how many it, the way the way it breaks sounds like if you take like an average of your viewership over a course of you know whatever you broadcast so like the eight hours mm -hmm, you broadcast mm -hmm. you see how many views come in so say you have two thousand views you um or two thousand people come into your broadcast for eight hours and you have an average of a hundred um so you have to do like a divide down to see how long people stayed into your broadcast and um so the reason why they do that especially for someone that's live content like us because i think our average is like 108 minutes what people spend in our broadcast oh, wow. which is a lot of time that is. like just all twitch in general it has the highest cpm out of everything so the the issue or the thing with it is it's like um a lot of sponsors right now are realizing that they can put a logo if it be like a like a something that ticks by so it's like oh it's just corsair every 10 minutes yeah and then they calculate how much money they pay you over that so that way the people that are watching you um don't have to do out of pocket costs and stuff along those and I was looking at the CPMs originally, and um, it kind of went down. Or wait, yes, yes, CPMs. Um, I was looking at the cost or the way that they do it originally, and they were talking about G Fuel and how successful oh. they are because they learn how to get their name out there and not pay anything. Because that's the goal of all these really large companies is to make it so people will show their logos twenty four seven. 
without spending any money because CPMs are like one of the what are like one of the you can pay someone a lot of money for it. Yeah. And that's kind of like the difference between like the affiliate, the hybrid, and whatever you know. So like you may get like you may scrape off uh, I don't know like say like you do like a G Fuel sponsorship or something like that, and they give you. 10% of sales and right. you maybe make, I don't know, like what, like $15 over three months for G fuel. Um, well, the thing is, is they calculate how much G fuels bought without the code as well too, and how much they think comes from it. And that's how they calculate it. So that's where, um, that's kind of where it stemmed from because I was looking at the CPMs and how G fuels doing so well and how companies literally are structuring themselves to get um, broadcasters to rep their stuff without having to pay for it. Without having to pay the broadcaster, you know, like money for advertisements and stuff along those lines. Okay. So we know, generally speaking, uh, maybe we don't, but we should talk about this for those that don't. Because I I, I know, I've always, this has always just been a, a fact in my life. Maybe someone taught me really young. But I forget that, I guess most people don't, because otherwise they it, it works for a reason. That we walk around a world where people do hand out free swag because, not out of the goodness of their heart, but because they know that it's going to be on your body and you are going to wear that and that is free billboardage to them. More than that, Having it on you as a person, keep in mind, word of mouth marketing is significantly more powerful and impactful. Like if Nate tells me to go buy a book, I am, I mean, I'm, I, he was talking about books. I'm already more likely to buy whatever the book is. Like I'm already 50% of the sale done now, maybe more, honestly, like I'm already ready. He just needs to tell me the title and I will like look at buying it. That's that's crazy. Now, do you ever feel like that when you roll down the highway and see a billboard on the side of the road? Because I doubt you're like, wow, I'm 90% ready to get new car insurance. Oh, look, there's a sign for car insurance. Well, they just seem trustworthy, don't they? No, they're convenient. They're right in front of you. And often you're probably not sitting in your car going like, I'm really ready to change my insurance right this second if my car's working fine right now. Yeah, the huge, the huge stick with that, though, is it's like, if you put that logo and you mm -hmm. put that in front of people over and over and mm -hmm. over and over, there's a subconscious part of you where you're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, right. like I need new car insurance. I might as well, uh, might as well do progressive. I've seen that sign about 5,000 times. Yeah. So that's kind of like the, their little thinking of it. So it's like maybe, you know, because I, I will agree with you 110%. Yeah. Word of mouth is huge. Like if say like clo clothing brand is like, hey, you know, like we would love to put you on a thing. Let's try to sell this stuff. And I'm like, man, this shirt's, you know, by me saying that, that's yeah. already going to solidify the deal a lot more. But that's where they're trying to, they're trying to figure out how their impressions of the product can be placed in a certain ways to do it. And that's why like someone like G Fuel is so smart. We're like, yeah, you know, just use your code. You want a specialized code? Let's give you a, let's give you a four letter thing you can do. You can type in NAR at checkout and get whatever it is. So you, that's where they did it smart, where they could like kind of do it. But I totally agree with you. You're less like influencers have the ability to manipulate the market to a certain extent. But let, let's, I'm glad you called that out though. You actually saved and, and so much, but that was true teamwork there because you bettered this argument so much because sure, you're right. Going down the highway, I wasn't even thinking about that. You see that sign again and again and again, but you don't trust it like you do your friend. Now, your friend is on Twitch and they're wearing a brand. So, okay, I see them and I trust them. But also, you see them wear it repetitively for 12 hours a day, five times a week. That gets that same 
extra step that you said. That is the marriage of that is that is really influencers are this weird spot. And I think that's where it comes together, because most of your IRL friends, if they're not influencers, they're probably not just going to sit there and one wear one brand and like just promote it forever. Like, but if you're sitting there watching a streamer who always has an ad going up in the top corner or something, it's them. You trust them. It's there. You see it all day long. Double layer mind melt. Mm hmm. That's why one thing that I thought was really interesting with the CPMs and stuff like that was Logitech just released their, I guess, reformed version of Logitech G Pro headset. And oh. it's like, you know, it's sleek, it's nice or whatever. They paid Shroud over a mixer, uh, I think something like 20 grand a month to wear their headset. Uh, Dr. Lupo, they gave him, I think, like 15 grand to wear a headset. Do you know what's one of the number one selling headsets right now? Logitech G Pro with blue activated in it. Because people are seeing these people have them 24-7. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, Dr. Lupo has it. Oh, well, Shroud has it. Oh, well, this person has it. You know, like, that. that's that's the power of it. And that that's where, that's where like, knowing how much you're worth and how, like, and understanding that because I told Kyle about this book, he's 50% more likely to do it than what they just would see the book, you know? Right. So that's where, like, knowing your value and that's where, like, there's so many different levels between affiliate sponsors and the hybrid. The hybrid's actually, you're still technically sponsored, but you get a kickback on top mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. the other things. So that's why I think that's why just, like, breaking down the CPMs so people kind of understand yeah. it because you gotta understand you are, you are a walking, you're a billboard, you're a personality. Like, everything I wear that you can see like there, there's not one brand behind me in my in my set at all, but like my headsets, Audio Technica, my share. Well, those are two of the ones that are the hardest to really get sponsored by because the thing is, is they already know you're going to have free advertising for because you need to sit in a chair. Yeah, and you they need a, you know you need a pair of headphones. So like everything else is kind of like you know no one sees your keyboard, but if I have a a, a thing that goes by every ten minutes, it says I have a Corsair keyboard powered by Corsair or Logitech. People are going to know, you know, yeah. so that's where it's like knowing your worth as a broadcaster is going to be super beneficial, and especially no matter how small you are. You never want to sell yourself out from it. Well, that's very true. So that's that that is a very good point is knowing your worth and weighing it with different things. Uh, I, I have experience that I'll share in, in terms of the, the affiliate hybrid here for a second. Um, and this will we'll, we'll go off of that because I think what you said, super fantastic. So I chose to work with a brand called Sunday Scaries. They were uh, a CBD company out of California. I had actually been looking for a sponsor when this came through from a friend of a friend. And I, I took the deal. They were extraordinarily nice. They were very prompt with their service. Everything was delivered wonderfully. The only end of that sponsorship came when their influencer division got nuked by the head management. They were very afraid of some FDA laws or whatever coming through, and they really wanted to clench down on what influencers were saying. So that person quit. And ultimately, I fell out the other end going like, well, my manager left. I'm feeling eh, and I'm ready to go. So I left. Now, in that time, though, they were extraordinarily kind. I worked with them for probably about four-ish months, got free swag, like t-shirts, tons of free CBD out of it. Um, they were very kind to my customers. I don't think anyone that used the code had a bad experience with it. They kept upping my code, too, for what that's worth. That's kind of weird. Uh, that's almost a sketchy sign. I kind of noticed that and took that in. I was like, it started at 10, then it was 15, then it was 25% off. I was like, woo! But they said I was one of their highest sellers, so I don't know what that means. 
Now, again, very good experience with them. Um, they were a full affiliate code sort of thing, but they were, again, technically kind of a hybrid. I was on their affiliate tier, so I didn't get paid by them directly unless I made a sale, though I got free merch and stuff like that. Uh, they did actually have a system where they considered you could get through different tiers. So it's not uncommon for these companies to have various tiers to put different affiliates into based on what they do. But back to that affiliate thing and that idea of trust. So you mentioned a second ago, um, you know, you're wearing it. Um, people are seeing it. You know, people trust you as a friend. We talked about this is why you need to affiliate and know your worth. You have to affiliate with brands that you believe in because your worth goes down if you start partnering with people that let your customers down. It mm -hmm. sounds weird or uncomfortable or un unnatural maybe, but you just need to reframe yourself if you're feeling it that way. You and the brand are holding hands. If the customer does not like the brand, they do not like you because i.e. you are who you hang out with, right? That sort of thing. And that's what it is. You're staking, no matter who you put in your panels below, no matter what code you put down there, you are putting a little bit of yourself behind that. So you need to be careful. About how that's you why I severed. Yourself. Yeah, that's why I severed ties with Teespring because a couple of my t-shirts are coming without any prints and they're getting impossible to get back to them. They didn't even send a t-shirt to a South Africa that someone ordered and it just didn't come. So I was like, I can't do this. I can't be like, even though I'm smaller time, I can't like, I can't be a part of this company that's not 110%, you know, like or like 100%. Like I need to know that it's going to be there and it's going to get there. And that's where I then partnered with Flocker because they are a company that if there's something goes missing, I have a partner manager where I type in, hey, what happened to this t-shirt and they will correct it for me free of charge. So that's one of those things where like, it, it, I mean, it's, it's happened to so many people better, better help was a issue that happened on YouTube where people were pretty much sending people over to a mental health organization and they didn't have trained or licensed doctors or therapists. And all they could do is technically recommend you to somewhere else. And that happened. Linus tech tips with private internet, um, private internet access he severed his ties until he found out that company was good enough that he could consider themselves partners and sponsors so i wholeheartedly believe with that like you really need to um you really need to check it out and like if you say like you say like you want to be a, a partner with a company or like a sort of sponsored um affiliated anything along those lines or any other tiers that they have one huge thing is is like uh i wouldn't settle for less know your worth if you're not there yet, keep grinding until you get to the mm -hmm. position where you can apply and get onto these things. Because when you take something a little shadier just because you want that validation of showing, hey, look, I'm a sponsored broadcaster, it may not be worth it in the long run. You're you're literally, it's almost like you're chasing a facade when you should just like, yeah, just stick it with it a little bit longer, you know, because it, it, it will break off for you sooner or later. Now, I want to ask you this uh, question off of that idea that you just had. And I have an opinion, but I want to see what yours is. So I think so thus far we've been framing this usually as physical merch for the most part, right? We're talking like clothing, we're talking chairs, gear, stuff like that. How do you feel about the sponsored video game thing? Because that does tie into variety and yeah. That's all. I'll let uh, you answer. It, yeah, it really depends on what they offer because every everyone has like their own little terms and service mm -hmm. when it comes down to it. Like 
right now I'm trying to get early access to the Doom Plus codes. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's working through, you know, Zenimax and Bethesda and Zenimax Online Studio. So it's kind of through the same umbrella that we are under as well, too. So it's not mm-hmm. too bad. But um, it just really depends on what they say. Because, like, Raid Shadow Legends, you hear the meme all the time because it literally is in every single YouTube video. Yeah. Um, I, I play games as long as they allow us to, uh, like, let us have our own opinion about the game. Oh, sure. And they're like, you can play this game. We'll give you $500 for th- two hours of playing it. Holy crap. Yeah, but you can't say anything bad about it. Now, I'm not going to do that. We need to be able to have our own opinions and stuff like that. And that's even some broadcasters that I watch at a variety that do do sponsored bits. They do the sponsor bits and they're like, I'm sponsored by this, but my opinions are my own and they are, do not represent the company. They do not represent anything else. This is mm. just what I think of the game, but I'm going to give you what I actually think about this game and more than that. But most of the people that sponsor because they, I think that there's a whole like bit about it. I haven't really looked into it, but you're allowed to, you're supposed to tell your own opinions about if something yes. is, or you're sponsored by anything at all. Yes. Um, when it comes to video games, that is because there it's different when it comes to product reviews on YouTube. Like some companies have to actually watch like the video before you can post about like an Elgato stream deck or something along those lines. You know, have people here at all time with like, these are my own opinions. No one's reviewing my video, yada, yada, yada. So um, with video games, yeah. So as long as they let you validate it. But honestly, I don't think there are any video game companies that are actually reaching out and being like, you can't say anything bad about her video game. I don't think any of them are like that. At least that I have seen. I think I don't know about you. No, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I was jumped in too soon. I was going to say, I actually think you're right. I think most of them are probably wising up to that. And I was trying to find, because I had made myself like a quick little, oh, here we go. I cut their um, guide into something for me here. So tell your viewers you're sponsored by the developers of the game in the first two minutes. Um, play it for two hours. Use the tracking link. Have your bot spam it out every 30 minutes. Just so people know, these are the rules that I agreed to. Uh, oh, this is a good one, and I like it. Be responsible. You are pay- being paid for the stream, so the client, because it's an intermediary, the client doesn't want to hear bad things about the company or website or have it compared to competitors. You should be honest yet critical in your review. Now, I accepted that because, to me, that line fits with my stance. I am not a guy that for lols for the views for the clickbait is gonna get up rage break a keyboard and be like this game sucks i hate it so much like i'm not gonna do that no matter what i do i am going to do the the last line which is give an honest critical review even if i love the game i'm gonna point out flaws in it but you again i think like nate said perfectly earlier you gotta have your own metrics to weigh this by like if, if you need something that lets you speak more freely i played a game the other night two hours paid almost two hundred dollars it was a beautiful time i told my chat i told them before we went into it they were all about it they're like let's go watch this game you're going to get paid we can just bs we'll have a fun time the game was okay it's adequate it's fun i'm probably not gonna buy it but uh i didn't have anything i didn't have a rant about it guess what they paid me an under 12 hours as soon as i delivered the link to them and i thought that was just super freaking cool so i i like to thank those people and always throw my hat back in the ring and say like you know this was a good experience thank you for being so prompt because not every company is and again you do need to do your homework like mac is saying somewhere in chat there do your homework before signing with a company because any of these sort of things can backfire on you 
Yeah, it's it's exactly what you said. Uh, like, I mean, and there's there's some terms that I, I can wholeheartedly agree with. Like, don't talk about a competitor, which makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, like, you, you know, th- they're sponsoring you to play that game yeah. and show off that game. If you're consistently comparing with stuff, it just really boils down to like what your what your um, what your viewpoints are and how yeah. you want to take it on. But it's like one of those. It's like a level of respect. Like, I wouldn't do that anyways, even if I am doing it. Um but it's like, but if they want you there, you know, the whole last line, the critical thing, oh, then I'm in, you know, yeah, but right? if, if it's one of those, but the, I mean, the thing is, is that sponsors, if they, they put out a terrible product and they make you do certain things, mm. Reddit's going to hear about it. NDA is going to slip out. You can have an alias Ooh. and slip it out through Reddit and like completely like demolish stuff. So that's why I think games are wising up and all these other things are doing for sponsor bits because back in the day. It was all cash under the table sponsorships. And now we have to put like hashtag sponsored or we had to have like yeah. somewhere where we had to disclose that this is a sponsored bit in order to like, you know, proceed with what we're doing. So, I, you know, I, I like where I like where it's going. But I don't think I think video games good. Uh, like, I don't think I don't think they've really done anything crazy. Uh, physical products. I think it's good. You know, I, I think that they're, everything's the Wild West is getting a little bit more ironed out now mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. Very much so. And, and, and I mean, again, it, it all goes back to the trust of your community and the growing of that. I, I don't I think that affiliate ships and I would say more so sponsorships, you should work. I think you said this again earlier, Nate, you should work to them, like work for them over time. Don't let them be the only reason you're on Twitch. If you're in it for the sponsorships right off the bat, you're in it for the wrong thing because they're probably not going to come for years unless you get really lucky or something like that. You know what I mean? Like Logitech, if you're aiming for that, Logitech's probably not going to care until you start showing like thousands of viewers to be like, they don't care about Nate and I, I'm sure not too much. Yeah, Maybe it boils back down to the position where uh, Mac and or someone in chat just said, um, how long or when should you like uh, apply for a sponsorship? If you're a broadcaster, Mm. the thing is, is, broadcast like they when i went to e3 the biggest thing they are like how long have you been broadcasting well i've been on a platform for five years i've been doing it full time for two years but i'm actually been like full full time for the last year and this is when they're like we would love to see you next year because the thing is is it's such a it's such a come and go it's a come and go uh market uh, platform you know like i there's i think if if you're a broadcaster and you've done it over a year i could i know hundreds of people that are like i'm a broadcaster i'm doing and they hit it hard they hit it hard for three months, six months, even almost a year, but usually someone falls out. So the, the biggest thing is, is like they, they just want to see you tried and true and proven. And that that's where like a couple of people in our directory that are newer broadcasters literally just started like six, eight months ago. You know, the reason why they aren't getting stuff that I have like personally received is because I'm more tried and true. Like the, a lot of the people in the like in the ZOS thing are like, oh, no, I know Nate from before. He even played this game from when he used to stream like Skyrim, yeah. like for a 24 hour marathon, <laughs> something along those. So that's huge. It's like you like it's almost like you got to get your merit or earn your merit before anything else. That's very true. Hey, I, I, I think that's actually there's a lot of legitimacy to that based on, like you said, it's a fast come and go market. People are in and out who you sponsor is tricky. Um and they want to know that you're going to be there and do well. So one thing that I've done a poor job of doing. No, that's not true. I put in a decent amount of work to it, but I could always do more. 
Uh, having experience in the PR field, I used to make these press decks for people all the time. It was like a part of my job, which is just going into PowerPoint, doing some slides, c- compiling um, press articles that we clipped offline, like screenshots and all that. And basically, you'd send that off to, I think it was their like agents would use it to pitch them for films and stuff. And it's just a PowerPoint. Boo, 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 boo. You flip through them super fast. And you could do that in Google Drive nowadays totally for free with their slides. That's what I use. Uh I've made myself a nice little sponsor deck for the future. Like, it's not done. It's not ready to present to a sponsor today, but it could be made. And what I included in there were various different monetization tactics that I use in my stream. I've listed who I've worked with before. I list who I'm partnered with in terms of, like, Twitch and Discord and all that. And it wouldn't hurt all of us as streamers to have a little sort of press deck type of deal to take to events, things like that, that you could send out to people. Um, That also, because you made me think of this, Nate, because the legitimacy factor, right? How long has he been here? Well, it is absolutely not fair to judge a streamer's future length based off how long they have been on Twitch. Like, that's just not fair. You know, someone, we, how many partners do we know that got there and then burn out? Because, you know, and they might have been there for years before they burn out. I think a good way of of judging your credentials, and this is my opinion only, I think if you have something to show, almost like a resume, a little flashier, that's sexy. That's as a as a sponsor, like, okay, look, this person took the time to compile their stuff. These are their pre- previous experiences, even if it's just, uh, you know, working with campaigns, charities, whatever, putting that together as just a resume piece. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see. I might try doing that first. Yeah, I would I would love us to go over I guess I don't have no clue what even a stream deck is. I just know I made a website with all my credentials <laughs> and then just like, hey, well, maybe make this work. I would love to because um I think one of our friends, Docu, came in my channel um mm-hmm. in the morning not too long ago. It was like, Hey, have you ever made a stream deck? And I'm like, uh like Elgato, and they're like, No, like for like your whole like resume type thing. I was like, No, I'd never even thought of that. I hope so. I would I would love yeah. to go over it and figure it out, especially for like the people here. It's gonna be also beneficial for me as well. <gasps> we should get the um, you know what though, Nate? I I might need one asset from you before then, if you don't mind, Papa. We could really Absolutely. use that YouTube um one so I can show the desktop because that's a hand that's a hand eye you know we need both we need to listen and to see that thing. yeah the only th- the only thing I'm worried about is um just the listeners at home listeners at home you guys are gonna have to t- tune in the podcast it is not something you're gonna get value from over your ear holes you just can't I'm sorry you're gonna need to see it with your eyeballs now so, you yeah. can do well, whatever I think we should you make like a second one or something from like separate or something along though but I'm down yeah. yeah um another thing I did hear though and I will admit um mm-hmm. with the the whole viewership like um you know like too soon we don't know if anything's gonna happen I did I have been like looking at like a lot of stats between a lot of other different broadcasters and it's mostly because Devin Nash has like access to everything for some reason and a lot of broadcasters, a lot of full-time content creators didn't really make their big break until about the fifth year of doing it. And well, it's still fair. proving tried and true. Like hmm. fourth and fifth year is when everything really falls into place. So they are making like, instead of riding on like a, uh, you know, like swinging months, they're getting more solid deals from sponsors. So I'm not sure that has anything to do with it, but I would love to check it out and see and try to get more in depth with like, maybe like talk to a sponsor about it. Like that next packs or E3 I go to. That would be very interesting because I think you're probably right. There's probably like if there is a five, if there's one of those magic numbers that's like five years in there, I could see that. And I bet I would just guess that they get the fancier deals because they just run a higher price because they stay there. But people that are flashy, I don't. So 
I don't know if it was Ashney or someone on Twitter was recently saying how a lot more sponsors are looking for newer, uh, not as high view counts because they are noticing oh. to some degree that there's like a different, there's different audience segments there, right? So I don't know. I mean, I guess if you want to hit a certain audience mark, uh, you know, if you want to start broad, you're doing things of any degree in the hundred range, that person's not going to have probably, hopefully not five years under their belt. Hopefully they're yeah, like, no, I, I year, don't think that's five, it. Three. It's like one thing I did talk to um, when I, when I actually, when I ran up and met uh, Harris at E3 for mm -hmm. the first time, um, uh, we were at E3 and I walk up and one thing that they were talking about was that like, they like to grow with a broadcaster. Mm -hmm. Companies love oh, to grow yeah. with a broadcaster because you build like that extra layer of trust with a um, broadcaster and their community. Mm -hmm. um, that's a little there, but it's also, that's where it comes into line where it's like a lot of companies have like either three to six tier packages. You start out as affiliate, they give you an affiliate link and then, you know, they give you like, they give you like a, then like, uh, like they give you a t-shirt or whatever, and then they give you a hat and then they give you a headset. <sighs> and it, mostly if you haven't noticed, it's everything that you can see. Yeah. But yeah. that you work your way up through the whole the system. So they do have some things like that. But that's where, to me, it boils back down to the figuring out how to pay people nothing for CPMs, the, the, the views, you know, the impressions and everything. So like, that's something I would, if I was a company, uh, if I owned a company, I was like, I'd be like, oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. Here, we'll send you this hat and this thing. And then, you know, here in a couple of years, maybe when you grow up, we'll do it. But that's, you know, it's it's very hard to really realize what you want to do and how you want to go about things. So, it's well, viewer discretion. Papa, speaking of, of, of no money there, you said something about not paying people money. Speaking of no money, you want to know another illegal way to make, uh, to get a lot of ideas out there without spending any money? Violate contracts as a sponsor. Bump, bump, bump. Or not get people to sign them and do that. So, can I, is this the part of the show where I can tell the bad story, the warning for people? Yeah, absolutely. This is what, this is what the juice I wanted. Okay. He's ready for the, he's ready to be juiced. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll save that for Twitch. Um, so, Right before Christmas, two days before or so, get hit up by, by the way, uh, let, let me head this all off and say, no NDAs were signed. Uh, I got written permission from a, a, a partner manager at Stream Elements that I was allowed to talk about this. So as far as I know, this is all clean and clear. Take this as you will. I get approached by my partner manager at Stream Elements two or so days before Christmas saying, hey, Kyle, Soft Giving wants to run a campaign with you, and you just need to run a charity between now, let's say the 22nd or 3rd, uh, and 31st of the month, New Year's Eve. Well, crap, that's a short amount of time to plan anything. It's like a week and a half, and it's a holiday, two holidays. So I throw something together. We do a Friday night. We do we pick best friends, animal uh, rescue. They, by the way, are completely hands out of this. They have know nothing about this. They are innocent. Um, I choose them because I like animals and we'd actually just work them with them for Zenimax to give back. Uh, they run their own campaign. So knowing that, that we had just concluded a planned campaign before this one, I say, Hey, is there any bottom line that I need to raise before we go into this? Because my audience is probably tapped. They say, Nope, you're all good to go. I start my thing. The first thing I notice, and I was talking to my partner manager about this, I said, guys, soft giving has a shady reputation. I'm like, this is very legit, right? And they're like, yes, they are currently paying out 
people, we are running active campaigns right now. And like, I can validate. We have just seen payment processed. Okay. You know, I trust you. I, I trust them. Aha. I'm tying my stream elements reputation to what sponsors they net me. Talk about how that circles back, right? Now his name got slandered because they mispartnered. So like, again, put that into practice 10, 15 minutes ago, that's where the rubber meets the road. So they get me this sponsorship. I do the thing. It was tricky. They had a lot of rules. The rules didn't make very much sense. Uh, it was show, you know, how to do a donation on screen every hour. That part was nice and easy. Go figure the getting the money part was easy for them. Uh, they do all these other things. It's very, like, again, rigorous. I've never done such a rigorous, quick sponsorship before. But I do it, and I think to the best of my ability, I did one step extra where I actually showed their stuff more often because I was like, ah, this is actually rigorous. Like, I want to make sure I'm meeting all these things. Let me show it on screen. But disclosure, this is about half a grand worth of money they were looking to pay me. So, like, you know, uh, for half a grand, I will put your website up every once in a while for a, a, a minimum of four hours. I streamed eight hours that day, so I, and I you know, that wasn't all part of the, the thing. Whew. So, submit my link. Done. Wait for payment. Not done. Okay, what's going on? Hey, Stream Elements, where's my thing? Oh, they flagged you and a bunch of others as people that didn't meet their criteria. I go, what? Yeah, they're saying you didn't show enough stuff on screen. We're looking into it. Okay, a week or so passes, and I'm giving them time, but I was in Vegas and all the stuff, right? So I was a little bit busy to keep tabs. Follow up, follow up, follow up, and I'm getting, my sponsor dude is like freaking out, or his, uh, I'm sorry, the, the stream elements manager is like, dude, we are working on this. I am so sorry. He's like, I didn't even want to tell you about this. But you, you chased me before I got it. I was like, we're trying to wrap this up before I even told you, which is not good business anyway, so don't do that. Stream elements, that's not... I understand why. And as a business person, I've been in that boat before where I had to wrap up a fire beforehand, but just don't tell people afterwards. Uh, anyway, got into this and uh, weeks, weeks, weeks. I still don't have payment from a charity we did around Christmas time. Uh, they recently did just get my PayPal information, though. So I think it's coming and they've been scratching people off this list that have been getting paid. So I think it's down to like just two or three people, myself included. I noticed that someone went through and made all these clips on my stream that day, just very recently, like in the last 20 days or something. Someone was in there clipping Christmas clips, you know, and so and they're all tagged funny and they're all that stream. They're all moments where I shared stuff on there and they found like 20 of them or something. So I'm like, OK, I did my due diligence. Someone actually went through the stream and found this but what this whole story is to say is there were a lot of flaws here one i trusted stream elements guys i'm not bashing you but i'm also saying you need to now take this and go with it because your reputation like we talked about in this episode is damaged like i i can only half trust you now like you the bad sponsor is my only sponsor you've given me and that didn't work out so like we need to fix that uh no contract. That's sketchy. That made me feel like I was just told to strip nude, like in front of the class. You know, like that was like, wait, what do you mean? No spawn? No, no contract for this? Like, I'm just going in there raw doing this like deal and hoping I'm getting paid for my eight hours of streaming or whatever. Contracts are a must. Don't care who your manager is. Get them to send it to you. If they don't know, ask for a different manager. Like if they can't provide contracts for you as a streamer, we need to play hardball. That's a hard, not popular opinion. Remember when we were talking about taxes and LLCs? Yes. This is where you need an LLC. 
Because if you don't fulfill mm -hmm. your stuff and they give you money and they decide to go back and try to sue you or do anything, this is where, yes. when we talked about the tax information, this is actually where you're going to need an LLC yeah. as a broadcaster because this covers you just in case something crazy happens along these lines. So just uh, just a heads up, just a little footnote in there. So Great if you're, you are doing these type of things, like signing things, doing deal, whatever, get yourself an LLC. And that's all I'm going to say, because that's that's where you that's the difference between having a sole proprietor and, and a uh, by a, a thing. So, yeah. So so I would say that's a very, very good point. I really like that you call that out, actually, um, because you never know, even if you followed the perfect sponsorship that grew with you, like Nate said earlier, you just never know, because apparently in this case, what happened was they had a shift in an employee. Whoever was their affiliate person that was high, like was was contracting with stream elements to get all these streamers swapped. And whenever they swapped, they brought through a new iron tyrannical rule of like, we are not going to pay people that we don't feel like met our standards. They started cutting down on things. And you never, ever, ever know when that's going to happen. Because remember back 20 minutes when I said that. Sunday Scaries was great until corporate shut down their influencer division in the company. You never know when that's going to happen. Also, if the company itself doesn't seem like it's the most gaming friendly, I mean, soft giving is. You have no excuse. You literally were born by streamers. So, like, every, shut up. Um, a company like Sunday Scaries, where they close down their influencer division is probably because their corporate doesn't recognize the value of it. You know what I mean? Like, you start talking with more traditional brands. The ones that are up on things and very smart and spending that money on R&D and research and all, they're good. But the ones that are like, hey, I'm a, I, I call, I emailed a CBD company and they had never heard of Twitch. And they were like, I, I think I talked to a grandma via email. Like the way she was writing her stuff was like, oh, there's these young, sweet guys in the office and they play video games. They might know what a Twitch is. And I'm like, that's so sweet. But also, you probably shouldn't be the person to answer this email because if you don't know what video games are in 2019, when I sent this email, that's like you're you're not the, that's yeah. So you gotta vet these brands on a ton of different things, and I hate to say it, but you have to become an expert instantly. The moment they look at you, you kind of have to just have to buck up and buy. Went the old person sitting in your shoes that was scared, and now is someone that's gonna do research, um, know how to talk to a brand person, know how to get on a call. Uh, don't ever be afraid of not making an answer on the spot, but don't dick people around and drag them out for weeks. There is nothing wrong with saying like, hey, I need a day to think this over. I want a weekend to do this. You know, I'll come back to you. Don't sign anything too quickly on the spot for anyone ever. That's always a bad deal. I mean, from car dealerships to apartments, if you just go and are like, I'm signing, uh, you probably need 24 hours before whatever it is. Same with sponsorships. Like Nate said, you never know when you could get rate roped into something that's going to be like, uh, we're coming after your business now because you signed something and you couldn't deliver. That's so do research. Don't compulsively sign, potentially make an LLC. What else, Nate? Anything else you gleaned from this story? I mean, contracts. It's, yeah, I mean, sign contracts. If you're signing it, definitely LLC. Um, Chef said, "What type depends on type of LLC? Any LLC that makes it so you do not get sued. Um, talk to your CPA if you really want to know about it, or even your lawyer that's going to be doing the LLC for you if you." didn't deal by yourself because most of the time it's only like 250 bucks to go through a lawyer and they'll cover your butt if, if any circumstances 
Um, read the contract thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Definitely pay attention to everything that's going on. The thing is, is like this is you. The, it boils back down to the thing where I was talking about how people try to get CPMs and get the money out of you know the the impressions and stuff, and like how can they not charge anything? Companies kind of want to help you out, but really, it's more what can you do for them than yeah. that. They're still trying to figure out how to do it. So be very, very worried. Make sure that you know that. They're not, you know, they're not doing you a favor. You're doing them a favor. It's it goes back and forth. You know, they're trying to get it out. So, I mean, you you nailed it. I think another thing that we 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 we've touched on before, but should be reiterated, is be careful about chasing affiliate links too. They don't. They only make you look. This is going to sound mean. I don't mean you know, chat. You know, group. I don't mean this to sound rude. Affiliate links, in my opinion, only make you look better to people that are streaming and are, I want to say, envious isn't the right word, but they want to like be you. They're trying to get to your level. So uh, I I think a lot of us see that. I've been there where I was like, oh, affiliate link. Look, they got G Fuel affiliating with them. That's cool. You said this earlier, Nate, when it was like, let's give them a code with their name on. It'll feel special. Um, I, you know, let's, I'm a new streamer. This is back 2017. Whoa, cool. Uh, G, G Fuel affiliate ship. Nice. Well, I'm going to actually order some G Fuel on my own and I want to see maybe I can get affiliated with them or something like that. So just remember that like spamming sponsorship, affiliate ship stuff isn't, you're doing it for the money and you're doing it because you trust the product or because it lends to your content, like a video game that you're already doing. Like, that's cool. I'm going to let me be critical and honest. But don't just take everything that comes by. Uh, I know I've been hit up for some that are weird. I've also want to make a general warning here. This is different. I'm shifting gears a smidge. But be careful of the new economy that has cropped up around Nate and I. (laughs) What I mean to say is there are a lot of people... The Ashneys, the Harrises, all these people out there that are making content about education. And as these form up, I am seeing on Twitter and other places more and more Joe Blows who think they are affiliate managers and are going to make big deals. Mm-hmm. I've only I've seen one. I've been seeing a huge trend through. of that, dude. Like, it's crazy. Like, there is a couple of organizations. I will admit, I will admit one. One organization was like, I can get you partnered i'm like yeah well you know i can just actually go on do it myself if i really wanted to yeah and uh i thought for sure it was really really sketchy a person got partnered with only 12 average viewers was like hey what <laughs> just they figured it out <sighs> somehow and it was like the, but the only thing is they were using like veterans in a negative way and like oh. everything was really sketchy they dissolved recently um Ooh. and i was looking at the whole way of doing it but there is there's been a lot of really sketchy thing because the thing is like, you know, it, it's where the thing where they can like, hey, yeah, you, you want to chair like, I think Devin Nash actually went over this. He's like, you know, a guy like had a chair deal. And it was, it was I think it was Tifu or, or someone else. I can't remember. It was one of the bigger broadcasters. Yeah. Like, guys like, oh, this is awesome. I'm getting $10,000 a month for the chair. The other people were getting 20000 <gasps> It was $30,000 deal. They were only getting ten. They didn't know that the, uh, the organization was getting 20000 20000 from it. Please yeah. be careful. I know one, I, I, and Ashney Christ, you know me personally. I love you to death. There was this guy floating around her community that I think, I hope, I pray is gone. I should actually check. He came in with three dead deals. And I was just like, what are, what are you doing? Like, what, what is happening? Like, and, and I think to that point of these like weird side companies, some of them are 
probably less experienced than us. Like at least I have a degree in PR. So if I sat in that shoe, like I've done, I've sat in client meetings, I can do that. I get the feeling that some of them are like 20-year-old kids that are just like at home and they're like, I love Twitch. I know how affiliate marketing works. I'm going to do it and I'm going to tackle all. I am calling them to task. Like unpopular opinion. If you want to write me and tell me how wrong I am, listen, there's diamonds in the rough. I'm not stupid. I know that every once in a while there's going to be a really good one. And yeah, I kind of applaud the entrepreneurial spirit, but I don't applaud people that are... An entrepreneurial spirit is a terrible thing if you don't have your priorities straight and you're not really looking out for the betterment of your clients. That's why when we had our conversation about managers and stuff like that five, ten episodes ago, we talked about how California bonds them. Like they have to be a bonded representative because they can't just disappear the next day and be like, I don't know. I got Jennifer Lopez to sign into all this stuff. I don't know. Whoever you're represent, Like you just sink them like that's not cool you can't like that's mm. and these people these ones that are cropping up and floating around twitch circles they are bad actors sometimes and that's why you do have to be careful and even if they're not bad actors they can be sloppy untrained unprofessionals (laughs) so be very vetted in vetting vet away vet 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 yeah that scares me so much too that people are just like they're literally preying on the on people and it really boils down to the point you you know what broadcasters are large like mm-hmm. you know 200 300 all the way up to 500 views yeah. is like v- actually a starting caster that's a small broadcaster up to 500 views 500 to a thousand that's like you know you're just a little bit bigger than small but yeah, you're, you're getting close to the medium even these people that have 1k views are considered medium people yeah. like if you're, if you're talking big and you know like and even them that's when like you really start getting into it so like kind of know your worth kind of understand like you see these people that are making deals that are like have like a thousand people or even bigger you hear them talk about on the broadcast and stuff like that so just look at where they're at and how long it took them to get there like don't, mm-hmm. don't try to just jump don't, don't try to jump on the first thing it comes because one, it's going to make you look bad because there's there's a lot of companies that actually look through Twitches and stuff yeah. like that. And like they check your cards and, you know, they, they just go through. They're here because that's their job. So the huge thing is, is you don't you don't want to look like that person, even if it's going to be years down the road. And you're like, hey, Logitech, it's really good to see you. And like, hey, aren't you that guy that's uh with uh, red keyboards or whatever, you know, something like it just it's it's hard it, and it sucks because we all want we all want that ballot. We all want we all want to think we're a huge broadcaster. We all mm-hmm. want to fly close to the sun. Right. The thing is, with the closer you go to the sun, the easier it is for you to crash and burn fail. So just just try to just try to keep your head up understand what's there. Don't try to rush the process. Uh, instead of putting mental energy into like trying to accomplish, get a sponsorship, become like a larger broadcaster, seek validation. So people think that you're like an amazing person, like just, just take that energy and focus it into your broadcast, focus mm-hmm. it into uh, the people that come in every day and like yeah. reinvest into what your content and having fun. Like that's the big thing. It'll, it'll come, especially if you do have that content, you have a special gleam, like it will, but just, just definitely be wary of sponsorships and, and stream managers and organizations because they don't have the best for you. And I'm glad to see that there is like a decline in the organizations that have been reaching out least, least towards me. So I think, it, I think it's one of those, those breaths of fresh air where I'm like, okay, like I think maybe people are realizing that 
it's not a good thing. I just, I just don't want anyone to get screwed over. I feel for everyone. So, no, I, I, I agree with that. And now on that note, that's where I want to point back to that one I did with the video gaming one. That was strange. I don't know why I took that opportunity. Um, that was not something I signed up for. It's not something I pursued. They just did it and I took it and they were honest. So again, back to that idea, there can be diamonds in the rough and maybe watch, maybe if I keep working with that group, maybe that's a really cool entity and I will start to trust them more than anything. But you know, to what Nate was just saying a second ago, you remember who your real people are. Um, I view it this way. Anyone that wants to put their stuff on my stream needs to treat me special. Sorry. I mean, that's not uncommon. That's how influencers work. Full stop. You are a princess. Doesn't matter what your level is. If they want to be in your house, they will treat you like the princess you are. Otherwise, don't work with them because... I don't know how it works. I mean, if they're wanting to pay you to do something, you know, you'd go out of your way. Make sure they're delivering. And the other thing is, make sure they're talking to you as a business person would. If you, meaning you can ask for things, you can ask for stuff, meaning I want to see this contract. I want this. I want the other. Not being an asshole, but like, hey, I need to see this before we sign it. Like, can you shoot that to me? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, a real business person will fulfill those wants. You know, like, yeah. like Nate said, they're out for their money, but a real business person's going to do it. And they'll you, you'll form a level of respect too. Mm -hmm. Like people will be like, okay, this isn't like like this isn't uh, a Joe Schmo who fired up a stream uh, a year ago and thinks he's like hot poop. It's going to be more like they're going to be like, oh, okay, this person actually knows business. So now they'll they'll come at you. They they will come at you a little sharper, and they'll talk a little bit like more adult with you. I guess is the best way yeah. to explain. Even though I'm 30, but they, they will come at you with a level of respect because that that's a huge thing. Like when I went to E3, I started talking, and then when I started talking about CPM, all this other you know all, all the jargon that yeah. we have, they're like, oh yeah, like they're like into it. Like it, it went from like, oh okay, here comes another kid that like. Thinks he knows something as mom bought him like a ticket out to E3 or whatever too. Oh, this person's a real, a real content creator and understands yeah. stuff. So feel free to ask for those things. Feel free to do yes. it. Feel free to get second opinions as well too. Uh, reach out to people that know a little bit more than you if you don't know anything about it and they'll definitely try to help you or read over it. But d definitely the wait part too. No, like, wait around. To like put your head on it. Like rest on it a little bit. Like try to understand if it's really right for you. That's really good advice. Again, this episode is weirdly applied to everything in life because you're right. Like if you, I mean, that's been, that was, I grew up with that kind of adage that like if you go to a mechanic with your car and you just say, oh, I don't know, fix it. Like they, they might take you for a wild ride in terms of what they fix. But the moment you start going like, no, I'm having this and this, and I don't think it's that. So it probably is this. I want you to look here. Whoa. Okay. You actually are familiar. Like now they gain a level of respect for you. Like you said, cause you're, you're, you can speak the language. Not 100% maybe, but that's that grow together that you mentioned, right? Like if they're mm -hmm. like, oh, actually, Nate knows what he's talking about. Yeah, man. So da, da, da. And even if you say, you know, I'm not familiar with that phrase because I've learned that most businesses don't even all share the same internal jargon. You know, CPM one place, it's a different thing in a different place. You know, it, it might just be impressions somewhere else. Like it's don't be afraid to ask for them cl to clarify. But yeah, they'll deliver real things if they're a real company like Again, stream elements kind of calling you to task. Like, did you not have a, an, an agreement ready to show me? Because if not, that's got to change. All of your affiliate managers need to start drafting up contracts. Like, that's really dangerous to be doing that. 
And I gotta say off of what Nate said, that related that the question about that chair. Now in the future, whenever I have an, a stream manager from wherever tell me that they're doing a thing. I want to know, how much are you guys pulling from it, too? Like, you can be honest with me. Well, Kyle, we don't share that. Okay, probably not the right stream manager for me, because we need to talk. Like, I want to know. If I'm, if I'm partnering with you, I don't need to know what your product launches are for five years out, but you're coming to me with a half of a contract? Where's the other half? Like, what are you making? I want to know. I don't know how many people out there would answer that. If you yourself were an affiliate manager, I got to say, you, unfortunately... You might be the best of the best. I'm going to treat you like that. But goddamn, you got to clean your flock, Papas, because there's a lot of them out there that are just running amok, signing people to things. And someday this is a this is a this is a clean your own house to those managers, because if they don't clean their house, state and federal governments will start doing so for them. And oh, you, it's coming soon after yeah. the whole face stuff. <laughs> right? It's coming really quick. Man. And you and you've influenced manager may not be there for that. So like today you go to your boss and be like, look, uh, I was listening to podcasts, heard that uh, face stuff's going on. This is bad. We're all our division might be liquefied or liquidated if we're not careful. So maybe we need to talk to a lawyer this afternoon. Not. 10 months from now. I know I'm being a little hyperbolic a little bit, but not as much as I usually am. Like, this is real legal stuff that has happened precedently, and like Nate said, is happening. Be careful. Be good. Let's let them go this week now that I'm all fired up and ready to, like, I know this is good. I was just getting excited. I was oh, like, you man. know what? Well, I mean, let's, I'm let's not, not gonna... go out there and start a union. <laughs> I'm not going to share it today, but I'd like to in the future. I had a really good experience with BarkBox once. They did a full sponsorship. Like, here is like money, and so, and then they tried to flip me into another division in the office that was like, "Hey, we're the affiliate branch. Uh, we do those BarkBox that come to people's houses every month. We'll send you a sampler, and then you'll just use a code." And I was like. That's not Twitch. I'm like, you, we need more assets. She's like, oh, we don't do assets for affiliates. I'm like, then I can't be an affiliate with you. Like, we need to talk about being like sponsor level so that your art division can like, well, she's like, but they're too swamped. They can't help you. And I was like, but they're, I'm like, do you see here where we're hitting a problem? Like I said, I know you're trying to treat me like a, just a, a generic a, a affiliate, but I know you don't know Twitch and I'm here to teach you. But if you won't do what Twitch needs, I can't affiliate with you because, well, you're not doing the bare minimum of the work. You should at least be giving me like a customized banner. Uh, we can't do it only sponsor. Well, then you better sponsor me. And I let her go. I said, I'm sorry. I work with your other divisions. Uh, they had a vision that fit mine a bit better than this. So I thank you for your time. But at this time, I have to decline this opportunity. Please contact me again. However, if you would love to talk more to the sponsorship side of things. So that's a tough decision people will have to make in their own house someday. So I don't know, Nate. Now can we let him go? Uh, that's a whole other story. I could go into that for like another 30 minutes. So let's not. <laughs> let's uh, not. The, the only thing I yeah. really just want to make sure we cover is that we did receive an email <gasps> from Thank a you. viewer. Yes. So if you want to cover over that, Kyle. Okay, good Good on Nate for reminding me because this big block at the bottom. No, actually, perfect size. Perfect size. This is great. Sorco, thank you for emailing us. Uh, we encourage you guys to do so. Paththepartner at gmail.com. Send us a paragraph or two. Include some questions. This is a great email. I just started listening to your podcast. I'm currently on episode nine, and I just started to delve into the world of streaming. I was considering it for a while and finally took the plunge this past week. 
I was looking at your episode list, didn't see the topic covered, wondering if you could provide some insight. I am a co- primarily a console streamer. I got a PlayStation and a Switch. I was wondering what some of the challenges I might face would differ. I'm sorry. I was wondering what some of the challenges I might face that would differ from if I were to stream on my computer. So he's basically saying, what's the difference between console streaming to computer streaming? Do I have some computer game? I do have some computer games I can play, but I prefer the console. While I would love to be a full-time streamer, I know that it takes time to achieve. Currently a casual hobbyist, and I'm currently listening to podcasts while my full-time job. I intend to go back to re-listening to it. Oh my goodness. Thank you much, so much for that, Sorko. That's so nice. Glad you're getting good feedback out of this uh, to all of our friends that have written in. Thank you. Nate, can I lob this at you? Because you had experience. Yeah. This is it. I was a console streamer. I streamed off a PC, but I was a, I had a capture card and I streamed my console to the thing back in 2016. And I actually reached my first 1000 followers on Twitch via only playing console. It can be done. It definitely can be done. There's really not that many challenges. The only thing you have to understand is that there's going to be a very slim niche market of um, indie titles that will only be released on PC and not on Xbox or PlayStation or P or Switch at that at that time, but there are legit broadcasters I know that have a capture PC and that only runs their stream and they only play Switch. Um, I do know this for a fact. I have a lot of people I follow that do that. Um, so there's really not going to be any issues that you're going to be running into at this point in time. The only thing I can say is that if a double A AA or triple A game does not come out. Um, within like nine months, because I think they're kind of going through some issues right now because they're waiting for new consoles to be released before it comes out. But it can be done. I know people still actually to this day only playing console. My friend Smokelo, 99% of his games only played on console. So you shouldn't have any hard time at all. But uh, I do appreciate uh, you sending in this so we can try to go over it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you you should be good. Yeah, I, I heard two really good takeaways. Two, two re- so these are these are what I especially got out of what you said, Nate. I got a pro and a con here. Con, mm-hmm. games don't always come out over their indies. We know ESO's two weeks late and del- you know their content hitting there. We know all kinds of things. Games like Seven Days to Die that I love, they actually lost their publisher. Like sometimes consoles just don't have the selection. But they're notoriously strong from within group. Like, how many times have you been playing ESO and you've seen someone come through and be like, you on Xbox? And like, no, I'm on PC. Oh, okay, well, thanks. I'm looking for Xbox streamer. Like, you, I have seen people congregate. Like, there is a need for console gamers in certain directories especially. Like, I don't know what they are, but go out there and look. If they're saturated by PC gamers and you're the console gamer in there, that is your niche. You are now the console gamer of that director. Like whatever, you know, use that to your strength. Make that, uh, make it a strength, not a weakness. That is very true. And, and th- that's one huge thing is that um, people, people do look for that. People are like, oh, well, I only play consoles, So it'd be really nice to see where, see who's playing this or anything like that. And then on top of that, Nintendo is its own like oh, cult. It yes. really is like people only will watch. Nintendo games. So you so you already have a huge leg up. You're you're like E3, they legit put Nintendo in its own building because people what? don't like yeah, swear. E3, Nintendo, own building. Everything else, other side. They legit separated Nintendo and the I when you go into the Nintendo um E3 section, those people you will never see in the other side of the LA Convention Center. They only stay in the Nintendo one because that is all they want to play. So you already have a leg up there. 
And then on top of that, you have a leg up on PlayStation. Some people just want to watch PlayStation. You can put in your title, PlayStation. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, have people come in, try to use that. Like I said, use a weakness, turn it, flip it, use it as a strength, you capitalize on it, monetize on it. Uh, you got it, baby. I believe in you. Papa tags. Can you tag yourself with a Twitch tag to be like an Xbox player? Oh, I didn't no see clue. it for Xbox. Play station. Dang it. If anyone knows, feel free to write in or, or you know, um, I, I don't know. Check the tags. See if there's anything like that. I tried console, Xbox, and PS PlayStation and got no results. But do do that because, again, like Nate said, if you get into these cults, I mean, look, I'm going through the tags. There's a BlizzCon tag just on Twitch. Like, they actually have a tag for a singular convention that is just like, like that idea of people that are in the cult are in the cult. And that's, again, where the, the rubber meets the road that you can see that right here in these tags. It's so, a niche. Yeah. That is a definition of a niche. You have found a niche. You can capitalize on that and make something of it. I love questions like this. Oh, Honestly, one. if you're out there listening right now, Please do send qu more questions like whatever, just something we would love to do these at the end of broadcast where we like kind of address something that you guys want to go over. We've kind it. of been doing it recently, but I do love this. Oh, it's very fun, especially if we can give even like three tips that might slightly get you on a different path like that. That's a win to me. I don't know. Couldn't find anything super valuable in the tags, but do check that out. See, like, again, ingrain yourself. You are now a con like be the console channel it. I it can be such a strength. You got something going. So good on you. I appreciate uh, that email coming in. Thank you, Sorco, for that. If you guys want to send us anything, again, it is pathtopartner at gmail.com. I always want to add the partner. There is, or no, I always want to add the podcast and there isn't one. So path to partner at gmail.com. You know what? You don't have to type it. It's in the link for you. You can find it below. It's in the description on YouTube. It's in your show notes on the podcast. And if you're on your phone listening to it, I think it's just a tap. Like, I think you click it. I don't think you type in it. It's just going to do it for you. So there's really no reason to wait. And most of your phones can vocal dictate. So just start going, Papa. Send us those emails. Let us know. We'd love to do it. Nate, until uh, until we can get back and, and start answering these, why don't, they tell, why don't you tell them where you can be found in this week? Words. Well, perfect. You guys can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate. I am live mostly one o'clock to nine o'clock. I'm going to be kind of fluctuating times just because I like to have a little bit of fun mm. lately. I mostly play ESO literally every single day besides Saturday now. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, gnarly underscore Nate, TTV, Facebook, gnarly Nate. And, you know, we'll, I'll be around. Where yeah. can they find you, though, Kyle? Ooh, thanks for asking. Well, I'm everywhere. Kyle Dempster Studios. You can search that and you will find me. I stream five days a week now on Twitch. I've been messing. I hadn't messed with my schedule for like a year, and then I spent like four months doing that. So I think I finally settled on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all at 3 p.m. Eastern time. 1 p.m. Mountain 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, ESO, like crazy. Been doing some Seven Days to Die. Little bit of Temtemming. Not so well, but that's a cool game if you guys want to check it. And then we've just been going crazy. I mean, you and I have been podcasting up here, Path the Partner. Uh, it's on YouTube. Check that out. YouTube.com forward slash Kyle Studios. Been doing the other podcast with Zynode and Stark about Elder Scrolls Online. So if you guys have not checked out The Tenets, that's a thing. I think if you search for me on a podcast directory, I think I, you know, you'll get shows there. So, so find those. Um, and I've been doing some Patreon work, Nate. That's the last one of the week. Uh, I have been really working on it with my community, with my patrons. 
obviously, this is kind of a plug, so if you want to check it out, you can find me there. But the cooler thing is I've been working on it because it's something that's been neglected, and I want to bring that knowledge to the show. We mentioned bringing our friend Zynode on there um, because he runs a Patreon that, as a content creator, I think he nets, it's public, I think he nets over like two or two, two grand a month off of Patreon alone, maybe, something like that. I could be off by a hundred or three, but that's, to me, like if I woke up tomorrow, my Patreon was like, hey, 3K a month or something, or 2K, I'd be like, wow, that helps a little, you know, so we want to bring that to you guys. We want to, I'm going to work on mine. I'm going to do it firsthand so I have the real experience and we're going to bring on someone else that knows better and then we can kind of talk to you guys about making some other revenue streams. But uh, I've learned some good insight from my community and I will tease one tip. My my patrons aren't there for the rewards. <gasps> Whoa, what? They want not the reward, so don't bust your back trying to deliver things you can't deliver. And uh, that's where I'll leave people for this week, Nate. What do you say? Little tease. Yes. Yep. Sounds. Little tease. Don't don't eat. Don't send everyone you know ever met a letter via Patreon. You'll bleed. Your hands will bleed. It'd be like that Harry Potter scene <laughs> where I'm saying, yeah, don't do that. Okay. I love you all. Thank you for checking us out. Links in the podcast descriptions wherever you are. We will see you next week and have a great time on Twitch until then. Bye bye. Hey guys, Kyle jumping in here very quickly at the end of the episode. I forgot to ask a very important question. I am very much on the lookout for an editor for YouTube videos. I want to put the call out in the podcast and I might use this at the end of every episode. So if you hear this in the future, that's why. I really want one. I like putting things up on YouTube. I like interacting on the platform and I myself am a massive YouTube binger. What do I hate? Sitting alone in my apartment editing in Adobe Premiere where I know nothing. So if you're someone that's interested in making videos or know someone that is, uh, videos about five to 15 minutes on a weekly basis, uh, also, I'm not that over the top with how much footage I take, so it's not that bad. If you're looking for that job, hit me up, Studios at gmail.com or pathtopartner at gmail.com. Let me know if you have you yourself want to do it, like you're, that's your thing, or if you have friends, recommendations, etc. Whatever has worked for you, whatever advice you have, I am open to it. Thank you very much. Love you. Bye.